0: Galatians 5, 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So in this episode, we're going to focus on love, God's love, which is different from our love. In our time, God's sacrificial and unconditional love is so necessary for this lost world. We who have the love of God poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and that's Romans 5.5, 5, we must demonstrate that love to this present darkness so that people can see and realize there is still love in this crazy world, because God is still in this crazy world. And the world under the control of the devil has pretty much ruined the concept of love. We use love in so many different ways. I love food. I love hiking. I love shooting. I love all these different things. That the word love really, you know, just basically means whatever brings you something good, I guess. But the love of God is very different. It is something that is alien to us. It is foreign. Because as the Holy Spirit begins to minister to us individually, that love of God is present in us. And God just fills us with his love. And when we receive that love, and when we obey God, that love comes alive. And it's a great counteroffense to This world's love of war, of bitterness, of hate, of jealousy, drunkenness, perversion, all kinds of wickedness, but that unconditional love of God, it stands in the face of those things and it makes a statement that God is here, God is good, and God is right. And for that child of God, that love remains available. God's love is different than human love, which is rooted typically in emotion and obligation. For example, I say I love somebody because to not say that would be an insult to that person, like a spouse, a parent, or sibling, or something. Oh yeah, of course I love you. When you don't really love them, but you say you love them, it's not really love. It's just yeah, I kind of have to, you know. So there's no real sincerity there in some cases. Now, obviously, in other cases there is. But where there's not sincerity, you must force yourself to say I love you, even when that may. Be something that is not really in your heart. You may really resent the person you're saying that to. And when we're feeling loved by somebody and that love is thriving, then we're experiencing these emotions that are good. And as long as that emotion is satisfied, then the love is considered love. But what happens When we no longer feel it. If we're honest with ourselves, we have to say, I don't love that person anymore because the emotional connection and the feelings are not what they used to be. They're gone. Well, is that all there is to a relationship is feelings? With God's love, it's completely different. God's love is continually available. It's pumped into our being by the Holy Spirit. There's an endless supply of love because God is love. 1 John 4, 16, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. If we focus our relationship on Jesus, centering on what he says and obeying him, it's always going to come back to love. You know, a religious leader asked Jesus a question in Matthew 22, verse 36. It says, Teacher, which is the greatest command in the law? And Jesus said to him, You will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your understanding. This is a first and great command. And the second is like to it. You will love your neighbor as yourselves. On these, the two commands, all the law and the prophets hang. Now, it's difficult to love like this, period. And I believe it's impossible apart from God doing the work in us to love like this. But that doesn't mean that we cannot teach ourselves to continually exercise love. And it begins in our mind. we got to convince ourselves, do you believe the word's true? Do you believe in Jesus? Has he filled your heart with love? Have you experienced that born-again thing? And if you have, then you have an obligation. I need to reprogram my mind. Every morning when I wake up, I need to be thinking about exercising the love of God. Because the love of God is not running around hugging everybody. The love of God is doing what is right in God's eyes. If we actually believe in what we profess regarding faith in God, we must realize that the mark of a follower of Christ is love. And if that love is missing, something is very wrong. We all must show the love of God. It's really not an option. But it is an indicator who's serious about Jesus. In John 13, 34, he said, A new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people, everybody, will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And think about that. Why is that? Why would people see people that are loving and think of Jesus? Because God is love. And also it just shows you that there's a lot of people in this world that don't do this. They don't love. Jesus was talking about, do to someone else what you would have them do to you. He's flipping basically an old saying that says, don't do to anyone anything that you wouldn't want done to you. And he's saying now do something good to somebody that you would want somebody to do to you. That's love. It's looking after other people. It's watching their back. It's doing different things that you're able to do that will bless somebody else. We must realize that the Lord's expectation for us is to show this love. And no matter how screwy we can be, when we show a simple act of love, it testifies to the faith that we profess. And without that love, we are a terrible witness. And I've met many people over the last few decades as a believer that profess the Lord. But when it comes to showing love for others, they pretty much act like an ordinary worldly person. And I've had to evaluate my own life because there's been times when I do the same thing and I missed that opportunity to show the love of God. And instead I took the easy route. You know, and that conviction of the Holy Spirit comes upon us. But what are we going to do? Are we going to look for another opportunity or are we just going to blow it off? So showing that love starts with our mind. I've got to be ready. I've got to be prepared. I've got to be prayed up. In the morning, God, send me out. Show me something cool that you want me to do. Show me how I can bless somebody. And if you have a mind like that and that's your heart, then God's going to present those opportunities. And some of them may be difficult, but none of them are going to be impossible because that love of God is flowing through us. Because naturally, we're pretty selfish people. I know I am. And I really don't care about a whole lot. I don't. That's just the way I'm bent. But with the supernatural presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. I know that I am no longer my own. In 1 Corinthians 6:19, it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Ooh, I don't like that verse. <laughs> I am not my own. What's that talking about? God owns you. It's either God or the devil. The devil owns you before Christ. After Christ, God owns you. And those kind of verses, they irritate me. But, you know, that's why we have them, to keep us in check. And loving others is a priority. And with God, we are really without excuse because he supplies the love free of charge. Now it's simply a matter of obedience. One of the more famous passages in the scriptures is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, sometimes called the love chapter. It says in verse 1, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I gain nothing. Now that's really something to think about. If I'm a spiritual rock star, but I have no love, I am worthless for the kingdom. Hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way for those of you who are in marriage counseling. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Because again, there's a supply from God that's endless. As for prophecies, they'll pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. So just put your name in that passage everywhere where it says love, Bill. Bill is patient, Bill is kind, Bill does not envy or boast. And go down that list and see how you do. Love is the theme of God's kingdom. Proverbs ten twelve. hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. 1 Peter 4, 8, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Imagine a home full of hate and strife and contention. What would happen if one by one each person received the love of God and began to exercise that love in the home? It would change overnight. And there are many testimonies about parents coming to Jesus and receiving that love, and then watching their homes be transformed into a place of love. Imagine what would happen if an entire church would exercise this love, not only on Sundays, but throughout the week, at home, at work, in the store, etc. What about an entire neighborhood did this? What if our country humbled itself, turned from its wickedness, prayed, and began to exercise love? What would that be like? Well, for the child of God, one day we're going to see a kingdom where love rules. For the time being, our job is to share that love with this lost world and to be a great witness for Christ. This is being the salt of the earth. Salt makes one thirsty. It seasons. It preserves. Let's be the salt and show that love. Thank you.